0: Listener production.
1: What's the Reserve Bank expected to do with rates tomorrow?
0: And find out which sector slumped most today.
1: Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday, the third of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Happy New Financial Year, Laura.
0: Happy New Financial Year to you, Stevie. It's the first day of the week, the month, <laughs> the,
1: the quarter. quarter.
0: The half. The half and the first trading day of a brand new financial year. Thought I'd beat you to it because I know you love going through all of them.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It's a, it's a team <laughs> effort to do this together, my friend. And look, we've had gains across all of those time frames as well.
0: We did have gains. Do you want to go through all the gains that we've seen? I the different go- percentages for those who <laughs> love numbers?
1: I won't go through all of them, but over the past 12 months, the Aussie share markets jumped to 9.7%.
0: Not making bad. up
1: making up for the 10% tumble a year earlier. Mm. Not as good as the US. No. Almost did twice as well as us, 18% higher pretty much mm. over the past 12 months. So a lot has happened of course. We discussed that a bit on Friday, but it's probably worthwhile looking at perhaps at some of the best and worst performing stocks and sectors. So all 11 sectors rose.
0: Which one was the best? tech. (laughs) Who would have guessed it?
1: So it did very well, actually. 37% higher Mm. over the past financial year. And that whole AI craze played a part, but it also followed a very heavy decline over the past year. So 38% lower the year earlier, Mm. 37% higher over the past 12 months. So it's basically just recouping those declines.
0: I feel like we're constantly running on the spot. So we'll like get ahead and then we'll go backwards and we'll get ahead it's just a bit like that, isn't it's it? It's
1: true. It depends how far we go back. It but does. There, there is some truth to that. And the second best performers behind tech ended up being utilities. Mm. And really, that was one stock, Origin Energy. Mm. Bit of takeover activity and offers thrown around, which helped. The third best materials. But you know what? There's a video coming out on this in the next couple of days, which wraps up basically how we did over the past 12 months. So
0: And there's a magnificent person presenting that. It's uh, Mr. Stevie himself. Really? It is.
1: I almost forgot, and I recorded it <laughs> earlier. So anyway, that that's enough of the for the past financial year. But let's focus on today. How did we actually do?
0: Yes, yeah, so we did have a positive start to the brand new financial year. Well, the first trading day of the brand new financial year, we saw the ASX 200 climb by forty three points, point six of a percent to seven thousand two hundred forty six. And this follows quite a buoyant night in the US on Friday, doesn't it?
1: It does a 1.2% lift for the American markets. There was a very important update on inflation, which was released, which again shows signs that rate hikes are working and inflation Mm. could have certainly been worse. So that gave us something quite positive to work with. Anytime
0: um, we see inflation slowing, we'll mm -hmm. usually see markets being quite positive about this.
1: That is one of the key drivers of markets. So inflation, Mm -hmm. as you say, and the, you know, never-ending interest rate hikes that Mm. we've had. They kind of go hand in hand. So if we continue to see inflation dropping back enough that central banks feel comfortable not raising rates, that's the type of information that could actually help markets in the coming months. Could be a number of months ahead, but that's something to watch.
0: Looking at sector performance today, we saw most of our sectors improving, but the gains were really driven by miners mostly and also energy stocks. They really stood out. We saw lithium and gold miners in particular having quite a strong performance, while on the flip side, we saw tech stocks retreating, and that was weighed mostly by the biggest players, WiseTech and Zero. WiseTech was actually the worst performer today overall, down around 3%. But we also saw major banks up. ANZ was one of these
1: it was and this is a big week for the banks actually because three of the big four banks or big five banks are going to pay out dividends so ANZ had its turn today Macquarie tomorrow and it'll be NAB on Wednesday
0: 2.4 billion dollars
1: a lot of, not just for for one person
0: i wish it was for one yeah, person but overall yes i w- and i wish that person was, it was me you, of course <laughs> yes but unfortunately not so um 81 cents per share for those of you wondering Another company we heard from today was United Malt Group. They're a beer ingredient company. They announced they signed a $1.5 billion deal to be taken over by French company Moltery Soufflé. I'm just going to get you to repeat the name that of that. That was company. almost perfect. Was it?
1: Moltery Soufflé. Oh,
0: yeah. You yeah. just got the French Not tinge really. to it. Yeah.
1: It's very good. Thank um, you very and much. the board recommended the, the deal. They that it- did. You know, reflects value for its portfolio?
0: Well, $5 in cash per share. So, to put this in perspective, just last Friday, the shares closed at $4.40. So, it's a 13.7% premium to that price. But when they first originally made this offer back in at the end of March, it was a 45% premium to United Malt's share price. So, that puts it in perspective for you. So that's why they want to go ahead with the deal.
1: Yeah. And UMG or United Malt Group, it used to be part of Grain Corp a few years ago, and then it was spun out, basically. It was sold and separately listed. So GrainCorp, GNC, it's still trading normally. Not to be confused with a supplement retailer, GNC, of course, because you won't get massive eating wheat and oil seeds, Laura.
0: <laughs> that's unfortunate. It is. Have you it's seen funny. the gains lately, by the way?
1: Yep. Very impressive. <laughs> Amazing.
0: And let's continue on the French trend. So we heard from Javois on Friday. They went in a trading halt. Today, they came out of that trading halt this morning, actually, after announcing they successfully completed its institutional offer. They raised $20 million from new and existing investors. Next will be the retail offer, and they'll use this money to strengthen The balance sheet improved liquidity and pay down debt, but they also traded ex-dividend today, so these things together saw its share price falling 10.3%.
1: And the best performer on the ASX 200 today was Costa Group.
0: Mm, Snuck in right in front of United Malt. It It was United Malt for most of the day.
1: Yep, 9.5% higher today. There were some media reports in the Financial Review today that suggested it's in final takeover talks with a private equity firm that's interested in buying it, so... Costa is in its fourth straight month of gains and another pretty big improvement today.
0: I just wanted to mention as well, KFC operator Collins Foods. Last week, we saw them lift over 24% over the course of the week. Today, they retreated a little bit from those highs. They were down 2.2%. And last week, of course, they posted those positive sales performance for the early part of the new financial year. So that started in May for them. So they were one of the best today as well. We also heard from gold miner Romelius. They made an off-market offer to buy Musgrave Minerals for $0.34 a share. It's a $200 million deal, a 19% premium to Friday's closing price. And this is a better offer than the one they got from West Gold Resources a month ago for $0.30 per share. Today's offer was $0.34 per share. And in the announcement today, the board recommended shareholders vote in favour of the Remelius offer and reject the lower offer from Westgold. So we saw Musgrave shares lift 15.8% today. However, Remelius down slightly, 0.8% lower.
1: It's a bit of a theme kind of surfacing here with all takeovers and takeover offers and money being thrown around. Downer EDI was in focus as well today. We spoke about this stock late last week too. Around 3% higher or close to it, it signed a $540 million contract to maintain roads in New Zealand for the next decade. And late last week, it struck a much larger deal with the Queensland government, $4.5 billion, designing 65 passenger trains, of course, in time for the Brisbane Olympic Games. It was a decent start to the new financial year as far as markets go, but it's going to be a pretty big week, right?
0: It's definitely going to be a big week, and that kicks off tomorrow with the all-important interest rate decision being handed down at 2.30 p.m. Currently, investors are expecting that there'll be no rate hike.
1: Yeah, but it could be close.
0: It could be a yep. finely balanced call, I think yep. they
1: call it. Yeah, coin toss, line ball call, finely balanced. Mm-hmm. Lots of way to say this, but you're you're right. It could go either way. Two most likely outcomes. CBA economists reckon there's a 60% chance that they'll be on hold and a 40% chance of a rate hike. Looking at the latest expectations, nothing's really changed since Friday. So 14 economists reckon that there'll be a pause in rates and 13 are expecting a small rate hike of a quarter of a percent. Something else to watch in addition to the actual decision itself will be the one-page statement that the RBA releases Mm. uh, in the afternoon, 2.30 p.m. tomorrow. So that's important because if it signals more rate hikes or what they call more hawkish, I guess, talking up the likelihood of the necessary, the need for more rate hikes, or the opposite, if they start saying that they've done enough or they're close to it, that could certainly move markets tomorrow, Ivo.
0: Absolutely. We'll have all of our economists here in the office scrolling down to that last paragraph to find out if there's a change in tone.
1: Yep, that's the key one. And tonight, of course, before we get to the Reserve Bank tomorrow, Tesla is going to be in focus tonight because over the weekend, had about an 83% lift in deliveries of vehicles. Their strategy has been to try and gain market share, reducing the price on their cars. So, not really focusing on profit at the moment, more revenues and sales. And the Toronto Stock Exchange in Canada will be shut tonight. Tomorrow, we've got the US market closed for Independence Day. So, could tomorrow make things night, tomorrow our night. Our so, could yes. make things a bit more unpredictable tonight as well ahead of that.
0: Absolutely. And we'll also have manufacturing data coming out of the US tonight, which will be important as well to see if they're above that 50 mark, which yep. means they're in expansion, or below the 50 mark, which means they're in contraction territory.
1: Spot on, my friend. And, of course, a reminder for dividend payments, Macquarie, Insitech Pivot, both paying dividends out tomorrow. So if you hold shares in either of those and you're eligible, you might be receiving a payment.
0: AFT Pharmaceuticals as well for those who hold shares in that.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Well, until tomorrow, Steve, we have lots of... Fun, important things to to be looking out for. don't know how fun an interest rate hike is, but it's fun waiting for it, the anticipation. Anticipation well, is everything, right?
1: It absolutely is, especially when it comes to interest rates. So <laughs> we'll wait tomorrow, see what the RBA decides to do and what they signal and how our market does on Tuesday following that. Wonderful. Have a great one. Have a lovely night.